Welcome to the WIA Alara Christmas edition of the National News Service from VK1 WIA. From Swears Island in the Gulf of Carpentaria, we'll hear from Lynn, VK4SWE. From Winston Hills, VK2AYL, Michelle. Shirley, VK5YL, joins us from Morfitt Vale. And Alara President, Linda, VK7QP, from the Apple Isle. So now, it's to Linda for today's WIA National News. National news for week commencing December 19th, 2021, in our 26th year of non-stop news. Great to have you join us for the annual Christmas edition presented by Alara. I'm Linda, VK7QP. Lynn, VK4SWE, will bring us up to date with the DX and contest news. VK2AYL, Michelle, with special interest group activity. And Shirley, VK5YL, goes international with news from all three IARU regions. Now, before we do start today's news, to our friends out there, why not join Alara? Alara exists to encourage more women to get on the air. We have a net every week and an annual contest. We offer grants to ladies to cover part of the cost of getting a licence. We have a representative in each state and there are local get-togethers to keep you motivated. Read about what others are doing in our quarterly newsletter and please visit the Alara website, alara.org.au, for more information. As we commence this Alara presentation of our WIA news, it's to WIA Director Phil VK2CPR, who, among other things, will be looking at the harmonisation of the amateur radio syllabus and checking out our Christmas lights, particularly the LED variety. Hi, I'm Phil, VK2CPR. Christmas is nearly upon us. The WIA, notified by the German regulator through our regulatory committee, alerts us to be aware of radio interference. One unfortunate side effect of this Christmas celebration is the dumping on our market of cheap devices emitting radio interference. At the moment, USB battery chargers and action cameras are particularly conspicuous with the German Federal Network Agency. At first glance, many electrical products are very cheap bargains. In reality, however, they are inferior products that cause radio interference. In recent weeks, the Federal Network Agency has increasingly found lead products of all kinds, but especially Christmas lighting, do not meet legal requirements. Uh, the spectrum ranges from simple lead lamps to lead recessed in ceiling lights and outdoor lighting, such as uh, lead floodlights along pathways. Colour changing and other Christmas lights for indoors and outdoors are also popular items to buy in the run-up to Christmas. The prices of these products are usually significantly lower than those of well-known brand products, especially on online retail. The board moved to create an IT committee chaired by board member Peter Schrader, VK4EA. The committee will initially consist of Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, and Robert Broomhead, VK3DN. We're always interested in hearing from interested amateurs who may wish to contribute. The committee's objective is to review existing systems and formulate plans for improved information technology guidelines and report back to the board with recommendations. Amateur Radio as a Vehicle for Technology Literacy 
we know that Amateur Radio provides a ready resource of emergency communications capability. The WIA believe that the time is right for Australia to reap the rewards offered by Amateur Radio as a vehicle for fostering future technology literacy. A peer-reviewed paper by Berger and Van de Grundendal uh, explores amateur radio as an entry-level vehicle for aspiring future technologists. The authors argue that amateur radio provides the training and equipping of individuals with skills and experience to develop, install and run future sophisticated telecommunications infrastructure. The Harmonisation of the Amateur Radio Syllabus during the past decade, there's been considerable standardisation of the international amateur radio licensing. The biggest single initiative has been the adoption of the European Conference of the Postal and Telecommunications, that's CEPT, recommendations. This recommendation prescribes a standard syllabus for the examination of radio amateurs. Administrations that accept and implement the CEPT can issue a, a thing called a Harmonised Amateur Radio Examination Certificate, that's a H-A-R-E-C, to their licensees. The, the emergence of H-A-R-E-C is a simple mechanism for aligning global syllabuses. Consequently, nations may train and license their amateur population using training material that is freely available on the web. The H-A-R-E-C is accepted almost everywhere in the territories of participating countries. That is, most of Europe, USA, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Peru and South Africa. So, cheers and 73s for now. Uh, this is Phil, VK2CPR. This is the Alara edition of the WIA National News Service, originating from VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport. I'm Lynn, VK4SWE. Now, contest-wise, for 2022. January, the entire month every year, is the WIA Ross Hull VHF-UHF Marathon Contest. From 0100 UTC on the 1st of January to 2359 UTC on the 31st of January. WIA VHF-UHF Field Days. Summer 2022, from 0100 UTC, Saturday the 15th of January, through 059 UTC, Sunday the 16th of January. This differs in VK6. John Moyle Memorial Field Day. The JMMFD contest starts at 0100 GMT on the 19th of March 2022. The contest concludes at 059 GMT on the 20th of March, 2022. The Harry Angel Memorial 80-metre sprint. Saturday, the May the 17th, 2022, from 1000 UTC to 11.46 UTC. The VK Shires contest takes place on the 11th of June, 2022. Now, just ahead of the DX window, let me tell you about our Alarinets. The official Alarinet takes place at 10.30 UTC or 10.00 UTC during Daylight Saving on Echolink on the first and third Mondays of each month and on 3.625 MHz on the second, fourth and fifth when it occurs Mondays. The Alara Birthday Net takes place on the fourth Saturday in July from 10.00 to 12.00 UTC on 3.625 MHz. The ANZA DX net takes place daily at 0515 UTC on 14.183 MHz 
with Thursdays having been dubbed as Ladies' Day by Silent Key member VK4LJ, because we generally have a YL as net controller on that day. So to the DX scene, Six Whiskey One Tango Golf can be heard from Dakar in Senegal on 80 through 10 metres, send QSLs to Echo Alpha 4 Romeo. For Charlie Mexico, Salo X-Ray Echo 3 November is active as 4 Charlie 10 Mike from Playa del Carmen, Quintana Roo, Mexico until December the 20th. Activity will be on SSB and the digital modes and did include the 2021 ARRL 10 metre contest this past weekend. QSL via Logbooks of the World. In Lesotho, Chris, Zulu Sierra 1, Charlie Delta Golf, plans to be on the air as 7 Papa 8 Golf Oscar Zulu between December 20th and 26th. He will be operating holiday style on 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres using FT8 and a long wire. Send QSLs via his home call or logbook of the world. Mario, Italy Zulu 3, Kilo Victor Delta, is in Zambia using the call sign 9, Juliet 2, Mike Yankee Tango. He will be there in Lusaka until June of 2022. Listen for him on SSB on 40, 20, 17, 15 and 10 metres. Send QSLs via Italy Zulu 3, Kilo Victor Delta, direct only. Reply QSL cards will be printed after he has returned to Italy. Qatar Special Event Members of the Qatar Amateur Radio Society are currently active as Alpha 721 Foxtrot Alpha Charlie during the 2021 FIFA Arab Cup being held until December 18th, their time. So hop to it if you want to work it. QSL via the Bureau or direct to the address listed on qrz.com. We also have an update from the Rebel DX group about their Bouvet Island 3Y0I de-expedition, which was to begin this month. The team said that with borders open again in Fiji, they can leave now and are monitoring the access situation in South Africa closely in order to plan their departure from Cape Town to Bouvet soon. In 2022... The UBA, or in full, the Royal Belgian Amateur Radio Union, will blow out 75 candles. All participating UBA sections will be on the air during the months of January and February with special prefix Oscar November 75, followed by the three-letter abbreviation of the department as a club station. This is Lynn, VK4SWE for Alara. You're tuned to VK1WIA and the WIA National News Service on RF, text and streamed live from our hub on wia.org.au. From Alara, I'm Shirley, VK5YL. Our international news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, RAC, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, New Zealand ART, EHAM, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Region 1, Marconi calling Poldu, come in please. Group commemorates historic message sent to Newfoundland in a brief transmission across the Atlantic Ocean using a 150 watt wireless transmitter station, members of the Marconi Radio Club of Newfoundland, MRNC, on Sunday afternoon last 
December 12, celebrated the 120th anniversary of Guglielmo Marconi's reception of the first transatlantic message at Cabo Tower in December 12, 1901. At the Johnson GEO Centre on Signal Hill, MRCN members and directors Joe Craig and Len Zeddle, in a reenactment of Marconi's transatlantic experiment, spoke with club members from the MRCN sister club, the Paul Du Amateur Radio Club in Cornwall, England, from where Marconi sent his transatlantic message 120 years ago. IARUMS reports on Drifter in Ham Radio 7 MHz band. The IARU Region 1 Monitoring System newsletter has reported on a strange, somewhat washed-out signal, 7 kHz wide, that drifted slowly back and forth in the amateur radio primary 40-metre band. The signal appeared to be coming from the vicinity of a French naval base. The International Amateur Radio Union Monitoring System, IARUMS, Region 1, November 2021 newsletter, can be read via the link in the text edition of this, the WIA National News Service. Region 2. In an historic move by U.S. lawmakers, lawmakers, they have confirmed the first woman to lead the Federal Communications Commission is Jessica Rosenworcel, who begins her five-year term in the United States Senate. The new FCC chief immediately went on Twitter saying it was, quote, the honour of my lifetime to lead the FCC and serve as the first permanent female chair. Thank you to the President and Senate for entrusting me with this responsibility. End quote. The Falkland Islands Communications Regulator has directed Polish radio amateur Sebastian Glisch, SQ1SGB, to cease his ham radio operation from Antarctica's Valley, sorry, Halley VI research station on the Brunt Ice Shelf. Apparently, following up on a complaint, the Falkland Islands regulator ordered Gleish to stop all operations as VP8SGB. He has been identifying as VP8SQ1SGB in accordance with accepted practice. His use of the VP-8 identifier for his operation from the British Antarctic Territory appears to have been an issue. However, because VP-8 still can designate an operation from the Falkland Islands, the regulator may have been unfamiliar with recent changes, not yet fully formalised, that would establish VPO as the proper identifier for such an operation as glaciers. There is still much confusion and lack of understanding about this issue in the broader amateur radio world. Concern that ARRL's DXCC program might not accept contacts with VP8-SP1-SGB if the call sign's legality were called into question has been raised. Region 3. Billed as the first technical convention for ham radio operators to be held following India's COVID lockdown, the Lamakan Amateur Radio Club's fourth convention attracted enthusiastic attendees to Hyderabad Saturday, December 11th and Sunday, December 12th. The convention drew a full array of speakers to their local College of Engineering and Technology 
and was live-streamed via a satellite built by HAMS in India to those who were not among the 400 convention attendees. Last year's event was cancelled because of the pandemic. This year the program included forums on CubeSats, software-defined radio, DXing and the digital modes. World's smallest moon lander from Japan will put ham radio on the moon. Built in Japan, Omotenashi is a 6U CubeSat set for launch via NASA SLS rocket as early as February 2022. It will have a mission period of from 4 to 5 days. Radio amateurs can play a role in gathering data from the spacecraft. The spacecraft is made up of two separable components, both having independent communication systems, an orbiting module and a surface probe. The orbiting module will take the surface probe to the moon. It will transmit beacon or digital telemetry data on UHF, 437.31 MHz. The surface probe, the moon lander, will transmit digital telemetry or three-axis acceleration analog wave with FM modulation on UHF 437.41 MHz. The orbiting module beacon will transmit on PSK31. The surface probe beacon will transmit on 437.41 MHz using FM, PSK31 and PCM, PSK stroke PM. Some wonderful events happening in our amateur radio world, so relax in your shack and talk to the world, because DX travel is still somewhat iffy. Stay safe and a happy Christmas to all. May the new year bring brighter conditions for everyone. VK5YL, Shirley, signing off and going click. You're tuned to the Alara edition of the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service through amateur radio station VK1 WIA. Media Watch. I'm Linda, VK7QP. End of the era for shortwave broadcast listening. The EI7GL blog reports publication of the World Radio TV Handbook, WRTH, now in its 76th edition, will cease. The handbook provided information about shortwave broadcast times and frequencies, but the number of people listening to shortwave broadcasts has dwindled. The global shift to online broadcasts, coupled with the ready availability of up-to-date station information via the internet, means the handbook is no longer viable. You're tuned to VK1 WIA and the WIA National News Service on RF, text and streamed live from our hub on wia.org.au. With worldwide special interest group news, I'm Michelle, VK2 AYL. Let's start with Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora, Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. Is it Islands on the Air or Summits on the Air? Well, it's kind of both. It's the Andre Saunders GM3 VLB Soda Islands Award. The GM3 VLB Soda Islands Award will be awarded to the two top stations activating Soda Summits on the Scottish Islands. The prizes each year will be an engraved Scottish quaff for two winners each to keep. Only valid soda activations from any soda summit in the GMSI region qualify. However, the award is open to anyone worldwide. The first award period is scheduled to commence on January the 1st, 2022.
news of a new soda mountain goat. Congratulations to Ian Evans, GI0AZB, Northern Ireland, who has become only the third GI-based activator to achieve soda mountain goat status for reaching 1,000 activator points. Ian began his soda journey back in 2016 and has taken him across Northern Ireland, also into the neighbouring associations of EI, Ireland, GM, Scotland, GW, Wales and G, England, and also into HB, Switzerland and ZL1, New Zealand, North Ireland. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Digital. New Zealand DMR Challenge running from December the 31st to January 2022. Try Talk Group 91 as the ZLs need to work six countries outside of New Zealand. Click the link in this week's WIA National News text edition for all the rules, etc. For more information, contact ZL4DE. Special Interest Groups, Final Frontier. Oscar 1, Oscar being the orbiting satellite carrying amateur radio. The world's first satellite, Sputnik, was launched by the Soviet Union in October 1957. December 12, 1961, saw Oscar 1, the first amateur radio satellite, launched. It was also a space beacon, transmitting a repeating signal. Sporting a 60 centimeter antenna, the simple message in Morse code, hi, on 144.98 MHz. Oscar 1 was a metal box, slightly curved, measuring 30 by 25 by 12 centimetres and weighing just less than 10 pounds. A design born out of the raw necessity of hitching a ride where it could on an Air Force Agena spacecraft. WW Special Interest Groups, Internet, the hams domain. Ideal for new hams, starting out or anyone with limited funds. Free voice VOIP apps, apart from Mac, for radio hams including APRS position reporting. Ian G3ZHI says there are many free VOIP apps for licensed radio hams using either a mobile phone or computer. These apps work on Android and Apple phones, apart from peanut Android only, and any version of Windows. Some applications also work on Mac. As they are for licensed radio amateurs only, you must submit a copy of your ham license to get registered. Special interest groups, VHF and above. ICOM developing ham radio rigs for 2.4 and 5.6 gigahertz. ICOM Japan have tweeted the companies developing amateur radio equipment for the 2.4 and 5 gigahertz band. Under the theme of ICOM SHF Project Challenge, to the SHF band. We have started the development of the amateur radio equipment compatible with the 2.4 GHz and 5.6 GHz bands. Stay tuned for ICOM's new challenges to showcase the new fun and potential of ham radio. Special Interest Group, VLF. December the 24th, SAQ in Grimeton, Sweden is scheduled to transmit a Christmas message to the world using the 97-year-old 200-kilowatt Alexanderson alternator on 17.2 kilohertz CW. At 0730 UTC, a live stream will begin on YouTube. Startup and tuning of the Alexanderson alternator will begin at 0800 UTC. Transmissions will begin at 0800 UTC. 
Some test transmissions will take place on December the 23rd between 12.00 UTC and 16.00 UTC. SAQ will be on the air for shorter periods during this interval when technicians will be carrying out some tests and measurements. Comments are welcome. Reports to SAQ, QSL are welcome. Amateur radio station SQ6, SAQ, will be active on 3.535 MHz, 7.035 MHz and 14.035 MHz CW and on 3.755 MHz and 7.140 MHz SSB. Two stations will be on the air most of the time. This has been Michelle, VK2AYL. I'm a member of ALARA, the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, whose mission is to encourage women's interest and active participation in amateur radio. To find out more about ALARA or to join, visit www.alara.org.au. This is the ALARA edition of the WIA National News Service, originating from VK1 WIA. Wrapping up today's news, it's to the social scene. An event which we were not made aware of until after it was held was the Antenna Palooza, about 100 kilometres east of Melbourne. This year it was held on the first week of December. This is Heather VK2FHLA. About 50 attended over the two days with around 15 camping overnight and those who stayed enjoyed great pizza and excellent camaraderie around the fire pit. While Saturday was a bit windy, giving the new purpose-built pavilion a bit of a hard time which survived, Sunday was a much more pleasant day with blue skies and sunshine. The various presentations were well received and a good time was had by all. Roy, VK3GB, gave an interesting and practical talk on vertical antennas. Bob, VK3XP, gave a great insight into power and earthing considerations for setting up a mobile station. And Paul, VK2APA, gave an excellent talk on maritime communications. Other topics included getting starting in Morse code, introduction to contesting, and setting up antennas for a mobile and portable operation. There'll be a couple of short articles to follow in QTC magazine on how to set up a mobile station. The entire weekend was about amateur radio, sharing ideas, meeting new friends and catching up with old ones, and at least five clubs were represented with RASA and four WIA-affiliated clubs supporting and sponsoring Antenna Palooza. These were Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club, Southern Peninsula Amateur Radio Club, Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club, and Frankston and Mornington Peninsula Amateur Radio Club. WIA President Scott Williams, VK3KJ, came along on Sunday and joined the informal chatter and spoke a little about his new contest station and impressive array of antennas. As always, the hosts Ian and Di Jackson, VK3BUF and VK3JDI, did a wonderful job and on behalf of the attendees, we thank them both for the tremendous effort in making Antenna Palooza a success. For more information, please visit antennapalooza.net.au and I hope to see you all there next year. Now to another event in VK3. It's the inaugural Warrnambool Hamfest, Monday 27th of December. Open to traders at 8am with entry to the public at 10am. Then into next year. VK7, Reist Open Day, Sunday, January 30th. VK3, Spark Rosebud Radio Fest, Feb 13. And VK5, Australian Fox Hunting Championship and SERG Convention, Mount Gambier, Queen's Birthday Weekend in June. That concludes this Christmas edition of the news for 2021. Thanks to Lynn, Michelle and Shirley for reading the news with me. 
This is Linda, VK7QP, wishing a happy Christmas to you all, and I look forward to meeting you on the air in 2022. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the shack, the rig was turned off and the mic cord lay slack. The antenna rotor had made its last turn. The tubes in the linear had long ceased to burn. I sat there relaxing and took off my specs, preparing to daydream of armchair DX. When suddenly, outside, I heard such a sound, I dashed out the door to see what was around.' The moon shone down brightly and lighted the night. For sure, propagation for the low bands was right. I peered toward the roof where I heard all the racket, and there was some guy in a red, fur-trimmed jacket. I stood there, perplexed, in a manner quite giddy. Just who was this stranger? Did it, da, da, did it? He looked very much like an FCC guy who'd come to check up on some bad TVI. I shouted to him, O oh man, QRZ, hey, you by the chimney all dressed up in red. I suddenly knew when I heard sleigh bells jingle, the guy on the rooftop was jolly Chris Kringle. He had a big sack full of amateur gear, which was a big load for his prancing reindeer, transmitters, receivers for cabinets and racks, some meters and scopes, and a lot of coax. He said not a word, cause he'd finished his work. He picked up his sack and he turned with a jerk. As he leaped to his sleigh, he shouted with glee, and I knew in a moment he'd be QRT. I heard him transmit as he flew o'er the trees, Merry Christmas to all, and to all seventy-three. <laughs> I'm Jim Dameron, N8TMW. This has been the Alara edition of WIA National News and was presented by Alara President VK7QP Linda. WIA News is on RF, text and streamed live from our hub on wia.org.au.